I don't know what you mean by that, by the way. I have many defenses of that claim. It's her favorite kind of book where nothing happens, anyway. Mm -hmm. We are at the end of this section. We are at the 54% mark when we, when we closed out chapter 16, okay? And, like... You remember the first nothing book. Nothing has happened. Nothing happened until, like, the last six chapters. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it's just, it felt like... Right on board. It felt like more because we were moving through time. Remember but... toilet paper. Guys are all wrong. I prefer the fellowship, so... Catman. Ah, keeper of the cat now. Oh. Welcome to Bucky Radio. We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 45, Fool's Errand, chapters 12 through 16, and I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Eli, and I'm a rereader. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. And I'm Joey, a first-time audiobook listener. Alright. I have no corrections, omissions, or announcements. Just waiting for the information to go online on how to pre-order my millionth copy of Assassin's <laughs> Apprentice. <laughs> the portfolio edition. This like is the creepy fool painting. This is my Assassin's Apprentice books bookshelf. That's the only <laughs> book that's on the shelf. Have have we have you seen any other images other than that very creepy fool? The creepiest no. fool. I have Where not. he's got like a baby face and like old Bilbo Baggins hair. <laughs> chiclet, chiclet tea. Well, chiclet okay. Tea. Let's not forget that he was creepy at that time. But was he ugly? Yeah, no. <laughs> that, I don't know. You have chosen to make the fool not hot. You are wrong. Therefore, we will fight. Did I succeed? Yes. That drawing that you posted today is now my new background. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I didn't see today's. Aww. I sent it in, in the chat. Oh, you did? I, I'll be frank. I don't really keep up with text messages. <laughs> There's so many. It's on Instagram. It's it's Tom Badgerlock helping the Lord Golden put on his green coat. Uh, no, he's. Are you kidding? He looks oh. great. I tried. I like his wavy hair. I didn't go full curls. I just went wavy. Yeah, it's good. It's a good. Yeah, it's good look. That's, it's a nice background. I like that. I like that, Lord. Thanks, Golden. Joey, for liking it. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best episode for Ash to be walking around with her sushi toy yowling. <laughs> She's just fucking... She's just... the most pathetic animal I've ever seen. Wit beast, are you okay? I'm so sorry. That's not... <laughs> Coming, up. Coming up! Coming up! Fish! <laughs> Give me the fish. fish. This mine. is mine, and this is mine, and this is mine. <laughs> mine. 
this what is it when he loses the lap? He's like, the lap is gone! It's your fault! <laughs> yeah, you've ruined a perfectly good lap. I did get a like from Fennel the cat today, so I felt very privileged. <laughs> <laughs> she likes me best. Yep. All right, Ashley, take us into chapter 12. Oh, let's... Okay, so my firstly, firstly, was what I already said, that we are 54% of the way through this book and absolutely nothing has happened. Uh, then we get more nothing with the intro, because the intro gives us a little background on Ketty, like we've never read these books before. Tells us how she got hitched to Verity, how her brother got moited, how that means that when old Pappy of the Mountain dies and she has any heirs, that they'll both they'll rule both the mountains and the six duchies. And then we're also reminded that in the mountain kingdom tradition that as a ruler she is there to sacrifice for her people did we need that intro no no we did not <laughs> so um moving right this along is for people who read the books out of order yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yes. i'll start here i kind of was thinking like okay i was like maybe i'm being a little harsh because what is the how many years passed between publishing these books? And so like, like maybe people did forget. But also just remember. Just remember. <laughs> just reread the book. I feel like I feel read. like there isn't a ton to remember about Kat Rickens, so it's like those are pretty <laughs> much like the big ticket items to remember about her. So like they were minutia. Um, anyways, I'm just bitter today, you guys. It's fine. I'll drink more wine. It'll be great. <laughs> Um, so Fitzy has just wrapped up a late night cram session with Shade. His brain is full and he wants to go to sleep. But the real bummer is that Lord Golden gave him a really shitty cot to sleep on with some scratchy fucking blankets, which is kind of harsh, I think. Uh, there is a plush bed up in the tower that used to be Shade's, but that's just weird. And I really can't blame him for not wanting to sleep in Shade's bed. Um, (laughs) but also like... Fitz is so undercover that he has to have a shitty barren room, but then he's just leaving Verity's sword out in the open. So I don't really get that whole thing, but he's such a good assassin. Um, <laughs> while in his uncomfortable bed, Fitz's mind wanders to happen night eyes and he's kind of worrying about them in their journey, but mostly he's just thinking about the skill scrolls that he looked over with Shade that night and it wasn't a helpful session because much to Shade's dismay, Fitz didn't know what any of the terms were, and so he couldn't really figure anything out. Uh, and instead of counting sheep, Fitz tries to skill reach out to Dutiful, but there was no dice there either. So really, it was just a bust all around on his first night back. Um, the next morning, Fitz is supposed to fall into his daily duties as... I'm calling Lord Golden LG from now on because it's just too hard to say otherwise. So he's falling into his daily duties as LG's valet. And LG. Yeah, it's just, it's too long. It's too long. Uh, he's supposed to help him bathe and dress and eat and Fitz slept too late and actually failed at all of these tasks mostly. So just like riding a bike, get right back on it. Uh, we also hear some of the most shocking and gruesome information in this trilogy, which is that valets only get to bathe in the already used water of their lord or lady. So pardon me while I go scrub my butt with the water that has already scrubbed the butt of someone else and barf. That is not okay. I would not have survived that time. I would have had to climb my way up the social ladder just so that I could have my own tub water. <laughs> and I would have done whatever needed to happen. 
Uh, while Fitz is fetching Brecky for LG, he gets a glimpse of the queen, and he looks at her too long, and he gets yelled at by a higher-ranked human for daring to stare at the queen, and everyone just needs to calm down. Fitz gets back to his room, and uh, Lord Golden, they proceed to LARP, essentially. And they, <laughs> they're just, they're LARPing, and they're just trying to make sure that they can really commit to the ruse that they're putting on. Um, LG says that Tom must introduce his son once he arrives, and Tom realizes, oh shit, my son is coming. I need to find somewhere for him to stay. <laughs> so, you know, on point as usual. Uh, good thing Lord Golden sends him on some errands for the first half of his day. He heads down to town to get some fine-ass clothes from the tailor, which, spoiler, it's in Molly's old place, and there are phantom scents of herbs. And he goes to the weapons <laughs> dealer to get a sword that is not Verity's, and also a dagger for those moments where you feel... Like, you just want a little light stabbing to improve the day. Uh, the clerk tries to upsell him, but Fitz holds strong. Way to go, Fitz. And then he finally pops over to Jenna's store. And, lo, Jenna is there, and that's great. But the cat is there. <laughs> These cats, I love them. He's so great. I fennel the cat. He's the best. And he just says, coming up, and I died. I was like, this is the best literature I've ever read now. <laughs> Surely because of this cat. Uh, Fitz is surprised that he can hear the cat so clearly without a bond, but the cat informs him that all wooded folk can hear cats. Um, <laughs> let's see. Jenna is thrilled to see Tom and agrees that Hap can crash when he arrives. She mentions that Tom uh, got a good gig working for Lord Golden because he's generous with his coins and he even bought a bunch of her charms. So, um, then she has kind of like a let's get real moment with Tom and she's like, look. You need to watch out with this witch shit because you're going to get yourself killed. And she's so smitten with him and she's totes cool with him having the wit that she has made him a charm necklace so that people will find him more charming. And honestly, Fitz has needed this his whole life. And guess what? It works because Jenna just can't help herself and she sneaks a smooch right on his lips, which is a little forward and didn't seem very consensual. He seemed like he was really put on the spot with that. So, what a hussy. Uh, then Jenna's niece, <laughs> Miskia, Miskia, arrives. Miskia. We're calling her Miskia. Sure. <laughs> and, Miskia. Uh, We're American. Tom We're says, say Miskia. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to say it. It's probably so like anyway, she arrives, and Tom's like, hey, I gotta go. And he pops back to the castle, and he's looking for the weapons master so that he can practice with someone who knows. Dutiful. And that's that. All right. Coming up. Most important question. How does Robin Hobb feel about cats? Don't I feel like she know. hates cats. I think she likes cats, but I definitely I had like a them. moment where I was like, is she a dog person? Because she's saying a lot of like derogatory shit about cats. But then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, these are pretty true. <laughs> and it's like also, I don't know. It's almost done in a it's a done in a way of someone who is familiar with cats. Yeah, remember one of the original trilogy books was dedicated to some cats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that she's definitely she's I think she's one of those people that has like a foot in both worlds. Like she's yeah. she's a dog person who appreciates a, you know, a nice cat. Gray Jedi. But they are <laughs> definitely depicted as like the most jealous shitty obnoxious jealous yeah i feel like i and i love cats i'm not really a dog person at all 
I feel like what I've read so far, very accurate depiction of cats, and I'm not mad at it. Yeah, it's a pretty accurate depiction. I like fennel. I asked Moira, and she totally agreed. <laughs> I think it's more like Fitz's reaction to them. Right, like Fitz isn't a cat anti cat. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of with Fitz. He's but, okay, like, is, is Fennel the first cat he's ever met? Because Fennel's, yeah. Fennel's like, all cats can talk to, and he's like, Cause, what? Cause Birch I'm 35. Yeah, Birch didn't keep cats. Cause Cause Birch he he was raised in a dog house. And <laughs> Literally. It, it makes sense, though, because if Birch had the wit, but he was trying to block it out, and then he would have to hear cats who would talk to him. He probably just didn't want to have to hear them. and so he I mean, like, no, and no, Birch no, probably no personally allowed. hated cats because he couldn't block them. If everyone can hear cats and he's pretending to be And because he was witted. bonded to a dog. Yeah. Yeah. But it would have made sense for him to have pets otherwise because barn cats are great. Love a good barn cat. And they too. and they get along with horses so well. Yeah. They just hang out. And he's a horseman. Horses with him, always horses. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> but I like I like I um here's the thing about Jenna. I think that she's like <laughs> too cool. Oh. Do you think she's too cool? No. No? I think she's I think she's just the right amount of cool and clearly awkward because who the fuck does what she did? I'm like, let me see if this <laughs> I have, here's my thing with Jenna. I know that she's written to be like close to Tom's or Fitz's age, but in my mm-hmm. head, I envision her as like older and dumpier. Aww. <laughs> I do. I don't know why. It's just like in my head. I envision her as just like a round 50 year old witch. Oh, okay. I don't I like as I read man. her. I like my my memory of the first time I read this is that I didn't like her, and as I'm reading this, I like her, and I'm confused about that. But then also, <laughs> I remember the line she was like talking about like she's basically anti library. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> she's like what she's like anti anti book writing. She doesn't like books because then you're oh, sharing knowledge does. with yeah, people she's who like, don't, ha- don't deserve it. Yeah. And that put me off quite a bit. But, she's into um, the apprentice system. Yes. She's a, she's a supporter From... of the apprentice system. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Newfangled I, literature. I don't remember her at all. Well, she doesn't read. So. She can't. She's not literate. So that could also yeah. be one of the reasons. Yeah. Right. She might just be, yeah, defensive about her bias. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, you no, say no, she's no. awkward, and I think she's, like, too... I don't think she has, like, no sense of her own awkwardness. Like, she is, she is so without shame that it doesn't feel... Shame. Trustful. Well, yeah, I don't, think that, I don't think that she feels awkward. I'm just saying I feel like her actions are... Right. Well, she makes like, Fitz she's kind of oblivious, I guess, is my It does nothing but shame, so when you pair someone next to him that <laughs> has none, then it's quite apparent. Well, yeah. But also, like, <laughs> Fitz seems to have a little bit of, like, a tickle in his cheek every time he's around her, so... Yeah. Yeah. He definitely likes her. Which is, like, but also, let's give him, like, it's, like, the first woman he's been around in, like, 12 years. Well, I mean, Starling, the hoe bag. Except for Starling, the hoe bag, who he, like... 
he's now denying all carnal knowledge of. He doesn't know her. Yeah, I guess it just feels like it's kind of lukewarm, and then he just is so lonely. He just wants something to happen. Well, I think that's twice. For it to be lukewarm, like, we can't expect everybody to have deep passion the moment they meet. He's just like, this is a woman that's paying attention to me. Yeah. Okay, sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the extent of it. I believe that, but, but it's she's fine. not. He does, it, it, he does describe it as being very easy to hang out with her. But she just doesn't seem like she should be not desperate because he, by all accounts, Fitz is a very fine, fine man. But, <laughs> you know, it's just like, she's a little bit throwing herself at him and he's clueless and she's like, could probably do better because he's like dirty all the time. Oh. <laughs> he does not have good hygiene. It's upsetting. It's Burridge's fault. I blame Burridge. He desperately needs his own bathwater because he is extra dirty. <laughs> do you remember that when he was like, oh, I'm going through a lot more water than usual? And he's like, oh, right, the fool bathes daily. And it's like, I what think are he, you doing the, with The it? exact wording was, he bathes three times more often than me. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. That's like when I was really depressed in, like, June. I, I mean, was... I get it. I don't, you know, <laughs> sometimes I skip a day for a shower when I'm not, but I'm literally sitting here doing nothing. He's out there working. Right. Like, he's sweating. out there, like, he's getting a smell, for sure. <laughs> and then to be having relations with somebody and not cleaning beforehand, that is not okay. I also changed my shirt. Like, you mean you don't just own one shirt <laughs> that's all misshapen and strange? I do laundry. <laughs> we have deodorant. Oh yeah. Previous yeah, I mean... previous trilogy fits definitely only had one shirt, <laughs> one, one pair of clothing. Well, yeah, we found out that he's like, "Well, so. there goes my shirt." I just love that. The, I love the in this section, the fool's like, I've been wanting to buy you fucking clothes for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. so and we're doing it. Finally. We're doing it, friend. We're going to the mall. Doll. I just remember that, that time he packed a second set of clothing. Dirty, <laughs> and it got moldy before he wore it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh, Fitz. You know what? He needs a lady that's going to take take a charge like that because he's clearly not going to get anywhere on his own regularly i love when he's unpacking the fool's stuff and he's just like wow lord gilton has so many clothes what's all this for it's for not smelling bad fix <laughs> the scentless one it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing it's nothing uh like paranormal it's just <laughs> it just babes <laughs> and changes what? his clothing <laughs> <laughs> um right, what else happened in this chapter? <laughs> uh, he failed at skilling. Oh right, he felt like he failed at skilling. Yeah. Yeah. He was having a he was having a bad day. It happens. He doesn't like being a servant. Is this also the chapter yeah, where he asks for elf bark pressure. and shade is like I'm no, no, fuck off. Next, yeah, next, yeah, next yeah. chapter. Okay. <laughs> I'm an addict. Yeah, it, it gets ugly. <laughs> yeah, that that's that was hard to read. Fitz going to Elf Barks Anonymous. <laughs> True. Hi, my name is Fitz. It's been three days since my last book. <laughs> Alright, should we just move on to chapter 13 then? <laughs> yeah. Hit us, Joey. Bargains. 
<laughs> the intro is about hunting cats and and not how badass they are, but how baying hounds are more kingly and better suited for hunting larger game. And hunting cats are a little more than hyper-feminine novelties, best suited for small game and f- womenly companionship. companionship. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we get it, but keep us full of dog people and... <laughs> Based on the last chapter, we now know that Fitz has never encountered a cat before, so that is clearly true. Um, I would have appreciated a little bit more cool, like, badassery about what hunting cats are and how they work, but hopefully we'll get there. Well, we should be very frank. We are a we are a pod of cat people. We kind of are. Yeah. I am a non-living thing person. We've <laughs> got a cat, like, a foot from the microphone right now. <laughs> Like just dozing. If you were going to have a stuffed animal of a dog or a stuffed animal of a cat, which one would you prefer? Hedgehog. Oh, hedgehog is good. Mm, okay. Prickly. It's very soft. Same as Simon. <laughs> Coming up. Coming up. <laughs> I want pictures of listener cats. Send us I cats. I think I think Robin Hobbs fan base is full of cat people, so I think this uh, this trilogy was overdue. Why did it take th- like three trilogies to get here? Send us your cats. Bonus points if the maybe cat she got a cat them. between those books. <laughs> also, fan <laughs> art, fan art of fennel would be great. Fennel fan art. Fennel fan art. Do I have to do this then? You gotta make me grow a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Sketch it. Just, I don't make Fitz it sitting anything. there with a cat on his lap, looking fucking miserable. Coming up. No, Fitz with a cat crawling up his leg. <laughs> oh yes, the kitten. <laughs> the kitten. <laughs> Coming up. So, the chapter starts with Jade, Jade explaining how Keddy will want to see him, and ref- and Fitz reflects on the afternoon's weapons training with Dutiful's trainer Delery. And then uh, it turns out Fitz is rusty and sucks, and during an interlude tries to cheese his way into getting intel on Dutiful by using Jin as charm, so he pulls open his shirt with his, I hope being there's a chest hair. And the charms nestle there Are you there sure you don't want to talk hair. to me? This is like and... unbuttoning a few buttons and looking seductively. <laughs> and then it, it kind of sort of works, and she sort of divulges that he, uh, that Dutiful is precise and competes only with himself, and tends to be very private, with a strong need for solitude. And Fitz pushes Delery for more information, even harder, and fails because he's obvious AF. And Detective <laughs> Fitz strikes again. Which is a common theme in this section of, of this book. Um, so then Fitz goes on, to, goes snooping into Prince Dutiful's chambers not long after that, and discovers a key piece of information. Prince Dutiful is exceptionally fastidious. He also discovers that some cat toys, but no sign of a struggle. Detective Fitz strikes again. Batman, he is not. No sign of a struggle. So little information is gained by Fitz. Everything gets through. Um, Fitz slips into his old chamber, and there's nothing going on there, just that creepy elderling's tapestry that no one else wanted. Fitz, for the second time, and probably not the last time, finds himself snooping in the fool's chambers, 
or rather Lord Golden's room. And Fitz swears it was an accident, of course, like the door just kind of opened itself. And it, it, it brings to mind that one Frasier episode, which <laughs> I'm, I don't, I think only maybe me and maybe Rachel remember. It's pronounced Frasier. <laughs> Frasier. Are you talking about where he sneaks into Daphne's room and gets stuck in the closet? He well no he yeah he sneaks into Daphne's room and it like happens way too many times and I was just kind of like shit this is like this is basically what Fitz does he just he can't it's like a I love Lucy situational comedy where it's like he just always ends up in that room where he's definitely not supposed to be and um and if I remember correctly last time um, the fool felt extremely violated but we did get to see some creepy dolls and. Um, <laughs> And those were the days, weren't they, right? But this time, Fitz <laughs> discovers a plant and some disassembled charms and drawings of the charms. Science. And Fitz is Im- immediately dazzled by the pieces of the charm, and he gets stuck in, like, this mind warp. And then the, the, the fool shows up and is like, step away. And he, he uh, obviously the fool's violated, and Fitz realizes that the charms don't work on the fool, and we're reminded yet again that the fool is not human, he's a white. And the charms have some effect on the fool, but not not as much as humans. Oh, so then we're now back in the present with Chad, Chade, and he asks him how the hell he could make... Fitz asks Chade how the hell he could make a speakeasy hallways without engineers knowing or being suspicious, which kind of makes Chade Gustavo Fring <laughs> and his badass underground laundry meth layer. <laughs> if for that's Breaking Bad for any of the fans out there already know that. Um, the pock man, you know, and carry me seed. It's like meth. It's intriguing. It's similar. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. So those who don't know, Gustavo, do you guys, you guys, I don't think you guys, none of you watch Breaking Bad, do you? Yeah, I watched. Okay. So Ashley knows what I'm talking about. I, I saw most of it, I believe. You saw most of it. Okay. I, I, I just, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't reach you, I guess. Um, <laughs> weird way for saying bad joke. <laughs> um, so uh, we we they creep and then they're invited into Ketty's chambers and she's been meditating and we're reminded of the salt to earth simplicities of the Mountain Kingdom royalty that is Ketrickin and it, it, it's made clear how vulnerable she is with her son missing and Fitz calls himself sacrifice which comforts Ketty and. She says, oh, Fitz, and well, I don't get it, but, like, the audiobook uh, reader has decided to assign Ketrickin a Romanian, Estonian <laughs> accent, and she's like, oh, Fitz, it's good to hear you say such yeah, words is home to my heart. She instead of the... Yeah, it's like, well, I, all right, but you know what, they, he, he gave, she gave, the, the reader also gave Chade, um... A, a Scottish accent and really <laughs> yeah it's the best that's my favorite part <laughs> um, <laughs> so during some conversation about Dutiful's sure whereabouts probably. Fitz tries to show off the wisdom he's learned in the last 15 years and he admits his skill powers are still shitty and it's uh, somehow conveniently he just can't skill out to Dutiful anywhere he is that it's gonna take some effort and he reminds Ketrigan about how much his skill powers just suck and um, and then, uh, it's it, just like they did back when Verity, uh, was, was lost and we just couldn't skill out to Verity, if we recall. So it's the same problem and history seems to be repeating itself yet again. You know, the room violations and the and skilling not working and the, the fits kind of sucking. 
Um, and then he convinces Caddy that they need to keep Dutiful's absence a secret. And in doing so, Fitz shows off his awe-inspiring strategery. So Fitz is thinking like a like a like a war general, and he says, "We must not show our hand. We must. We will retain the move. Is it not smarter to not give away our 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 position while we?" And Ketrickin's like, oh, "Fine." Um, and then Fitz Fitz definitely needs more time to investigate. And he needs to make an attempt to skill out to Dutiful, and Detective Fitz strikes again. Um. And then Fitz, Fitz gets cold sweats thinking about skilling, and he props himself up on a comfy chair and to do it, and then um, that's like, they, they bring up the, the, the first book minor villain Galen again, because for some reason Galen gets brought up like every fucking chapter in this book, and that's I don't really get it. It's kind of, we're kind of like Galen obsessed. Like, good, guess what? Like, remember, he sucks at the skill, because Galen, that, that, that thing, and it's like, okay. So, uh, Shade shares that he learned that, that Lady Brasinga was the person who gifted the cat to the sun. And Dutiful immediately took the cat, took to the cat, and f- the cat followed him everywhere. And then that's, that's because we know that cats are better than dogs. But we also know that Night Eyes is better than cats. That is the hierarchy in this, in this universe. Um. I agree. So, yeah. But, and then there's some stuff about Brasinga, and there's more ball politics being discussed between between Chade and Fitz, and blah, blah, witted people, piebald motive stuff, machinations again. And, um, that seems important, I guess. And then we find out that Fitz's room <laughs> is empty because, seen as being haunted, because Shade encouraged it by being the pocked man, because of feels, because he has sentiment, and he wants... He, he wants to believe that that room is sacred and that that was Fitz's chambers. That was my apprentice's chambers. Aww. That's where he had no possessions. <laughs> <laughs> and the shitty tapestry. The shitty elderlings tapestry. And and it turns out that, that Fitz is really just procrastinating using the skill. And it's like, oh, I, we've all been there. Just come on, get to it, Fitz. Jesus. Um, so finally we get to it. And Fitz flies through some skill noise with some person over here doing this and some person and then there's a thing and that's not important so we're searching for prince dutiful and there's silk being folded and stretching out time doesn't matter and it's kind of like a covid quarantine you're like in this weird fever dream of endless time and time that doesn't end and the no end in sight and then some stretches where all you can do is count the seconds and it's it's way too way too much art imitating life right now and then there's a tray of food. There's a tray of food that just appeared because Fitz is that time warp thing. And he's, his head starts pounding. His head really starts pounding. And he says, I need elf bark. I need elf bark tea. And then we're reminded about how the, the elf bark tea dulls the skill senses. So Shade says, no, you, no, you cannot have it. Instead, he offers Fitz a wet compress, which is like <laughs> offering an addict like a wet compress. <laughs> 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 so, so Fitz is he's begging he's begging and Shades, Shades refuses again and he starts making up shit and he's like I'm gonna fucking have seizures and I'll probably die and Shades like you're bad at this I'm not buying it and so Fitz gets, uh, he, he, he's gonna get his own supply he's like I fucking brought my own and then Shades like no no buddy I, no we see I knew we were gonna be here and he's like I went ahead and I took it out and then Fitz is like really pissed and he's like Fucking shit! He's like, I, you took my, you took my fucking elf bark, and uh, you know, addicts, right? And uh, 
farseers, it's what they do, is they just have to endure pain. It's like their thing. Um, so in that absolute pain, uh, Fitz divulges that the reason he's doing this is because he's trying to secure a proper future for Hap. And then Chade gets pissed, and he's like, Fitz, Fitz, you would, you, you would think you would have to suffer this much just to, just to get my help? And we're all just kind of reminded about, like, how Fitz just sucks, you know? Like, come on, Fitz. Like, you just you just could ask. But, I mean, at the same time, it's kind of necessary that Fitz is kind of an idiot because we need this to happen, right? Like, we got to find out where this boy is, right? Um, and then here's a real touching moment. I thought this, this, really, this really just tugged at the heartstrings. And this is, um, so Shade, that Shade says, he says, Fitz! It hurts me to see you this way. It's starting to ease. No, no, Fitz says, it's starting to ease. I lied. And then he goes, not your head, you stupid ass. It hurts me to see that you've always been since damned, since you were taken from your mother. Weary, isolated, and mistrustful despite all I've, all I've done all these years. Have you given your trust to no one? I don't know. That's that's how it. That's how it is. <laughs> if that's not a commercial for the audiobooks, I don't know what it is. Versions of an accident there. There's like <laughs> so bad, so bad. He was. He was <laughs> so they're very touching moment. Very touching moment. Yeah. And and Fitz admits to himself that he only really trusts the fool. And Chade is and Chade is sort of like he feels he, he feels bad. He's and 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 Fitz feels shitty. And Fitz tells Chade he loves him, and Chade tells him to stop. And that's enough. And you know Fitz has got a Fitz. Um, and then he's you know Fitz is like he's covered in sweat. He's got a like he's got fifty compresses on his face or something, <laughs> and he, he's stumbling off to bed. And then there's like forest night trees he's imagining things. he's seeing these things forest night trees person woman <laughs> man camera tv and fitz is his skill dreaming out to dutiful he's skill dreaming out to dutiful and he's he sees this hunting cat and this hunting cat is kind of pushy and the and then the the, the fruits of the fire seer pain are harvested and we realize fitz realizes they are at the halls of gallatin and dutiful is at gallatin and Detective Fitz strikes again. <laughs> Thank you, Fitz. That was a lot. Person, oh, woman, man. man. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. Person, That's woman, gonna man, it. camera, camera TV. TV. <laughs> That's how it was read. It was like meadow, forest. And I was just like... Mm, mm. <laughs> Once again, when he's not trying... <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a very important detail that I need to talk about in this chapter. Does it relate to the fool? Of course. <laughs> uh, where is it? Uh, there was a scroll weighted flat on the table with several charms drawn on it. They were unlike anything I had seen in Jenna's shop. Even at a glance, the sketches were oddly unsettling. I remember that, and I thought then, when I looked closer, that I was absolutely certain that I had never seen the like before. A shiver ran down my back. The little beads had faces, and the <laughs> rods were carved with spinning spirals. The longer I stared, the more they disturbed me, and I felt as if I could not quite get my breath, as if they were pulling me into them. 
Dun dun dun. Uh, is that? I mean, is, it seemed like Wizardwood. Is it Wizardwood? Do <gasps> I don't know. I think it just so. seemed like it to I me. Think so. I think is he a, just drawings of Wizardwood like draw you in like that? Maybe. He is up to some shit. What's he doing? I don't know, but he needs to be careful. He's doing something. The rereaders have insight. I'm just thinking, like, just I have no charms. insight because I don't remember. This, this is, like, the most mad scientist, like, villainous thing. <laughs> like, to just, like, walk into his bedroom and be like, oh my god, what are you fucking making? It's, I hate it. <laughs> Fool nigh the science guy. Fool nigh the science fool, guy. Fool, 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 fool. Beloved. <laughs> Beloved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, um... It's... Golden guy, the science guy. Golden guy, the science guy. <laughs> yeah! We're gonna have a whole al- album. I like it when people do science, because it's weird and strange and always, like, mixed with magic. Like, there's Shade making his weird little gunpowder bombs, and there's the fool dissecting magical charms. And possibly making hor- horrifying mistakes. Like, what are you gonna do with those? Does that have something to do with that crown? I mean, I think that... Chicken crown? I think that there's... That's something to say. Yeah. There's certainly something to do with that with all the feathers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it would go against the fool's ethics to make a wizard wood anything, but... But not draw it. Wait, Maybe so it's a what wizard are... wood pencil. You, I was going to say, if it was just drawing things, like, how would there be... Oh, I guess I thought there were beads. Yeah, I thought there were beads. Were they drawing of beads? Down. It says that there were sketches, there were charms drawn on it. Oh, okay. Oh. So, what is Wizardwood? It's, is it, was it people at one point? Is it, it stuff growing out of point. life force? Or is it snakes? It was dragons at one point. His dragon like, cocoon. How did they become wood? So they, in a really gross process, the <laughs> serpents slither up on shore and like beach themselves, and then like eat the like the memory, memory stone. They eat the memory stone and then they regurgitate it back up, and then they make themselves a cocoon, and then it hardens, and that is wood. <gasps> so it's like the same. I guess similar to the the stone that the stone dragons were made out of, but it's, it's the like stone the, co- plus the cocoon regurgitation stuff and memories. Yeah, yeah. it's and disgusting. It's probably at least twenty percent sand. Well, but the sand is made from the memories. Yeah, but eighty percent dead people. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea that that the fool has a wizard wood pencil. To make disturbing drawings. Art set. And just be like, you know what? Paragon gave this to me and I made it. It's mine. He gave it to me. Wait, the the ships are made out of wizard wood, aren't they? Like, that's all they are. Yeah. So there's dragon memory inside them. Jesus. It got fucked up, Joey. (laughs) There's a lot going on. So if you draw with a wizard wood pencil, are you like. Because you're, you wouldn't, you're not drawing with 
the wizard would. It's I don't know. Or you have like, to put some is sort it like of a lead gift? in there. Is it like a gift? Do you like draw it and then like the little pencil person comes alive and like dances <laughs> on the page? No, because the wood, the, the drawing would be made out game? of lead. It wouldn't be yeah. made of drawing. <laughs> it would be from the wood. Doodle date. wizard wood. Is like yeah, it's doodle dates. Maybe it's like, like charcoal. Yeah, made out say, of it's like charcoal. Wood. So you have little <laughs> shavings of wizard wood on paper. That has dragon life force <laughs> in it and Fitz is just like, oh no. This is And it's wow. like, please <laughs> dribble blood onto the page and you're like, Yes. I just love that you guys are rereaders and you're going down this fucking crazy ass rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm like a half rereader because I remember almost nothing. Other than like major events. You just remembered the entire life cycle. That's the last book. That's like also that's a major like that's like a huge part of these books. It's the fact that dragons were murdered and then their souls take a decade, Joey. I have no idea. I hope somebody is listening and caught the doodle dates part. I just can't get over what if the fool is has his wizard wood pencil and he's trying doodle dates and they're just better fits is (laughs) (laughs) for himself. That's why he was so disturbed. He's like, come away. He's like, that's my face. Oh my god. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good chapter. I felt like a lot happened in that chapter. Little F's a lot in the Ah, uh... oh, well, I mean, the scene where he's, like, begging for elf bark and Shade, who has, you know, always been, you know, one of his main father figures... Who are and you? Sources and sources also a drug addict. And yeah, I got him pumping him it. full of it. Yeah, he's the one that got him hooked on it in the first place. And he's just like, no, no, son, I can't give this to you. You gotta, you gotta figure this out. Yeah, that was hard. The fact that he had gone through his shit to get it out and like was like, no, I. It's I like he went to this. get his stash beforehand before the intervention. And then yeah. <laughs> intervention. You know. Oh, I mean, the sucks. whole the whole trust thing is sad, because, you know, it's like, Shade's really pissed at him for not trusting him enough to come to that hat, but, like, when was he supposed to learn to trust people when everyone was, like, trying to use him to do everything else? Yeah, I think the resentment that he has for Shade is <laughs> is real and, yeah. and yeah. valid. It's, he, it's like in a, it's like, yeah... I think it does. It all feels very real. It always, and Shade, like, super I mean, but what, you know, feelings. I think what they both know is that like Shade was like, "Look, I turned you into an assassin, or I could have assassinated you." Like those were your two <laughs> options when you were six. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like they didn't. He didn't have a choice either. Like when Shrewd was like cultivate him. What was Shade so planting in the garden with the others? <laughs> yeah, that's that farseer bastard life. It's just He's what a cabbage it's patch be. kid. Um. <laughs> I mean the the fool is cryptic all the time and like you know never speaks plainly to him but he also like doesn't lie to him it doesn't, yeah like it, even though he's like you know using fits as well it's more like you know I'm telling you that I'm using you even though you don't quite understand what I'm asking you to do right oh well, I think well, that's I think why I think that's why it hurts so much when he says I trust the fool that's the person I trust. Because from yeah. Shade's point of view, it's like, what? Yeah. You tr- what? <laughs> like, <laughs> not Ketrickin, not me, not Burridge, not all these people who are actually involved, but the freak. The freak that, like, caused problems. You don't understand Shade. Shade 
They have Jesus, lovely fireside get... chats of Africa alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, all these people have asked him in a, in ways in a way to to live, right? To like put himself in terrible situations and live through it. But I guess I mean, maybe the, the fool the is, fool the is blatantly one. open about it. He's like, yeah. you know, you might die, but I need you to live. And I care if you... If, and if I you, care, yeah, yes. And he cares. He's, he feels bad, like, putting him in these situations, and he always says so. Right. Whereas, like, Shade probably feels guilt, but he would never, like, admit it. I mean, Shade spent the entirety of his childhood being like, this is for the king, we have to do this, mm-hmm. suck it up. Yeah. And now it's Plus for the it- queen. Yeah. It just feels like it feels like Shade would definitely like let would let um, Fitz be kind of splayed out, you know, like on a on a on a wheel, like you know, being tortured if it if it meant that the kingdom would would prevail, you know. And I think that that's deep down what Fitz is really aware, hyper aware yeah. of. Well, I also am sad for Ketrikin because she's so alone. Like yeah. And even in, like, like, you know, he was like, oh, the last time I saw her is when she got up on Verity and flew away. And it's like, well, that's also the last time she saw you. And You're her friend. Yeah, and, and you were one of her only friends. Like, somebody who talked to her just, you know, I mean, As a person, tried to kill her Because she was whatever, like, but, yeah. remember when you, when you actually called me Ketrickin? Yeah. I think that Ketrickin's going through the same kind of, like, emotional process that... that Fitz is going through. She's just doing it more publicly. Like she never left, but mm-hmm. he's still returning. Like you know, he's returning to his old life and then stepping into it and expecting everyone to like either be like, "Oh my God, it's Fitz the bastard," but like <laughs> she can't even acknowledge that because she can't. She can't even tell people how important he was to her. So she has to meet him alone. You know, he comes out of the fucking privy. It's just like, which is <laughs> hilarious. Mm-hmm. You imagine you're like trying to like you're like I'm in a gastric situation. Please stop, shade. No, no. Close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably he knocks first. I would hope so. <laughs> Anything else from this chapter? Are we are we worried about Hap? Is he gonna be homeless? <laughs> He's gonna save Jenna. No, Shade, but yeah. Shade's gonna help him, so that could, like... <laughs> I'm sure It seems like fine. Fitz reverted to his old life and forgot about half the moment he got into <laughs> Yeah, he had some that a lot. Problems. <laughs> problems. Yeah. Like, He's just like, like, oh, I get caught up in this and I forget about everything else. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no night eyes in this line. chapter. No night eyes at all. No, Fitz struggles when he doesn't have that, like... Constant thread of logical behavior to ground him. <laughs> because Night Eyes would be like, we need to feed and water the boy. Yeah. <laughs> water the boy. Your, your plant is going to die. <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna get He's a I'm gonna get a plant watering I'm gonna invent a plant watering system reminder and I'm gonna call it Night Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> all right should i go into chapter 14 yeah it's all right chapter 14 is called laurel this chapter starts with a description of skill stone 
Uh, that certain black stone finely veined with white or silver threading. That was the main building material of all the elderlings. Many standing stones can still be found around the six duchies, and they are usually referred to as witness stones or oath stones, but for the elderlings, they had another purpose. And that's when I say, Arch Galadriel voice, another purpose was made. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fitz wakes up in Shade's bed, slightly worse for wear, and Shade eventually bursts in, yelling that Lord Golden will be going to... So, Joey, you called it... what? Gala? Galaton? Galaton. Galaton? Galaton. So, Gala Keep? Yeah, see, I was saying Gale Keep and Galton, but. Yeah, same. I was like, Gale. Uh, Yeah, like a wind. Galton. I was thinking Galaton, but yeah, that makes more sense. Gala Keep. Gala Keep? Alright, that's Uggo. Alright. Just say Gale Keep. Gale Keep. Um, Shade eventually bursts in yelling that Lord Golden will be going to Galekeep seeking bird feathers, and Fitz will accompany Lord Golden as he trespasses on the hospitality of Lady Brisinga of Galeton. The fool is going to Galeton to find Dutiful, says Fitz stupidly. <laughs> ah ah! Lord Golden is going to Galeton to hunt birds. Duh, Fitz, are you, are, are you not a spy assassin <laughs> trained a headache. from a young age? <laughs> but, okay... Can I just interrupt? Because we already knew from Che that Lady Brasinga, that that's where the cat came from. Why was it such a leap? Because my like... isn't there to connect things for them. But this is Chade's <laughs> failing. It's like, where is where is she from? Look, what where? Chade like, was why excited. Did we have to... He's been up for three hours already. He was out doing stuff. He came. He's in. had ten cups of coffee. <laughs> yeah. In the wiki, it literally kerosene. says, Galatin is where." Uh, where's, where Brisinga lives, right? Where yeah, Lady Brisinga exactly, lives. Because I was like, where the fuck is this place? And I look it up and it says, Galton, where civil Brisinga lives. <laughs> so, but then why, why did we have to go through all that skill shit? Because to get... they don't know that he's there. They he just know have the wiki. They gave him the cat. They, wait, so they're just like lord, they're just landless lords that just kind of like came in, dropped a gift, Gale- and then fucked Galton. off and nobody knew where they were from. They knew where they were from. They just didn't know. That he skilled there, and he was like, "Ah, I rec- this is the house. Now I know where to go." They Did just you... didn't, they didn't know that he would be there. They just knew he gave him. They gave him a cat. Uh, I'm continuing. So Fitz asks if Lady Brasinga has a daughter. Nope, just the son, Civil. And he goes, "Well, I sensed a woman, not a child, an attractive woman." And, like, that's kind of a weird thought, Fitz, because I was also there when you had that skill dream, and that was a cat. And, yes, I did contemplate putting a WAP joke here, but I couldn't think of something clean enough for that one listener that keeps putting us on in the office. <laughs> so Fitz asks if Dutiful might have a lady friend, and Shade is like, oh, no, 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 we learned from letting you consort with whoever you wanted, <laughs> and Dutiful is DEFCON 1 lockdown, no friends. Awesome. <laughs> So Catrickin was determined to save Dutiful, for, to save, God, to save Dutiful for whatever political alliance that he would ultimately make. And Fitz was a perfect example of how that sucks if you manage to fall in love before that happens. So Shade also gives Fitz a pass to do whatever is needed on the mission. And Fitz is kind of upset that Shade is giving him that much leeway, like he's going to go completely Fitz berserker on this visit to Galekeep. <laughs> but <laughs> it, feel, he, it feels more like Fitz doesn't like that Shade thinks he knows him well enough to trust him. 
But isn't Fitz always boo-hoo about how no one knows him? So I feel like he needs to just pick a state of mind. <laughs> before he can leave, he has to tell Jenna. Uh, lost my place. Before he can leave, he has to tell Jenna where he's going so that Hap will be safe. Uh, Shade gives him errands to run in Buckheap uh, for, Hap's, for Hap's apprenticeship. And on his way out, Lord Golden tells Fitz to go back. There's just like a lot of people just running up and down stairs in this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> on his... <laughs> It's just like, it's like a very, suddenly it's a very small, uh, like set piece and everyone's just going up and down. They're like, oh, did you go to that? Oh yeah. And this guy, take this note to this guy. And you know, Fitz is the main thread. Um, on his way out, Lord Golden tells Fitz to go pick up his new designer duds and his new designer Haas from the stables. And Fitz does the clothes shopping grudgingly and he doesn't allow the tailor to make any final adjustments, which is a mistake. Okay. Cause we need shit to fit. His next stop is Jenna's, but she's out in the woods commuting with mushrooms, and he has to leave a message with her niece, Miss Gia, who likes fennel more than Fitz. Thank you very much. He leaves feeling very guilty about having to rely on others and for not being around to receive Hap and Night Eyes. Then it's on to the smithy to pick up his new horse, who lacks ground manners, but has excellent confirmation and who is very tall. Sounds just like Fitz. At this point, Night Eyes wit phones in to let him know that he's almost <laughs> there and that he should wait for him. And Fitz is like, bye. Back at the keep, picking up Lord Golden, Fitz almost smacks into hands. Hands, Hans. 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 But uh, he isn't recognized, so woo. Fitz shoves all his pretty new clothes into a bag and is packing up Lord Golden's crap when Shade gifts Fitz for some assassin tools. Thank, Ida. Uh, and then Lord Golden brings in some more baggage. No, I'm kidding. Uh, they're being joined by a new character. The Queen's Huntswoman, Laurel. She is younger and attractive and very nosy. She keeps asking Fitz questions about himself. And Fitz does his best to deflect, which is probably a not great job because it's Fitz. And then she's even nosy about Lord Golden. She says, Lord Golden has many passions, it is said, and the funds to indulge them all. Side glance. What? Fitz forges onward with his made-up details mixed in with his real-life details, and it starts to get hard to separate Fitz and Tom Badgerlock and the other Tom Badgerlock. So maybe he should be asking the fool for tips on identity maintenance, since it doesn't appear that Secret Identity 201 did him much good all those years ago. Uh. Then there's a race to the river on the incredibly vague way to Gilton. For real, where the fuck is it? I don't know. It's northwest. Is it in Buck? Is it not in Buck? Is it across a river? Is it near Pharaoh, but not in Pharaoh? Where the fuck is Gailton? And Fitz's black mare is the fastest by several lengths with Malta and Whitecap for the trifecta. Because Lord Golden felt the need to gallop really, really fast just then, and I agree. Me. <laughs> 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 Well, favorite chapter. He's just, he's just like on the Some horse, horses. like listening to Laurel be like, uh-huh. And would you answer this question? And what about these four questions and these six, and these six more follow-up questions? And he's like, oh my God, I think we all need to run really fast. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, it's funny. Cause I thought Laurel, Laura, Laurel was, was Delery. I thought that was the same character. Definitely not the same character. Definitely not the same character. You're Why? Wrong. Definitely. Just have different names. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just felt like they could have just been the same character. But like, okay, think about it though. Like, she's a huntswoman. Like, she's she's close with the queen, and we know yes, that. Yes, and we... the other one is a fighter who trains with the prince. <laughs> They're similar. 
<laughs> they're both women. Oh, they're both women. No, beyond they're that. They're both the women. They're the same. They're both fighters. Okay. No, they're not both fighters. One is a fucking hunter, and one is a swords person. Whatever. Like, two okay, swords. Don't you gotta be kind of, like, good at hunting? No. Hey, those are... All right. I don't think you use a sword. <laughs> skill sets. Fine. 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 No, this person's really good at setting snares and, like, sitting in a tree for seven hours. Probably All has right. a bow. Maybe there's, like, a duck call involved. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, we'll get the hunt in the next section, I think, so maybe we'll see her in action. They just, they just thought they were the same. They're not. Mm-hmm. You're wrong! <laughs> no! So how do we feel about um, Civil running away to have his own life in defiance of the life that he was being forced into by dutiful. the royal family? Not Civil. Not, you mean Dutiful? I'm sorry, Dutiful, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well... <laughs> Oh, I mean, boys he's are a the kid. same, too. And he doesn't want the pressure. Uh, why not go run around in the woods? He's not living up to his name, is all I'm saying. His mother is very <laughs> Well, you know what? He didn't ask for that name, so... <laughs> I don't think we know the whole picture. I love that uh, a few chapters back when Fitz was thinking about, oh, what what would my son Dutiful be doing? Oh, he's probably living up to his name and being Dutiful. Because <laughs> he has no imagination. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm gonna name him Blackie because he's black. He's my black. <laughs> Get my <it> black. <laughs> that shit was bananas. I'm like, we're really like that sticking. That's what we're going with. My black. My black. It's, it's <laughs> not even too look. Old. I think it's, it's an homage to the Black Stallion because the Black yeah. Stallion is also kind of like. A dickhole on the ground with no with no ground manners, but is very very fast. It's a fussy sports car of a horse. Yes. I don't know. I think it's rude. Not even put any effort into it. <laughs> Look, Fitz doesn't get at- attached to animals, okay? Because you know what happens to <laughs> animals he gets attached to? They get murdered. He's like, this horse didn't. This horse didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> Did I'm you even try to talk well, to the horse? Well, Night Eyes told him his name. So he probably needed the horse to tell him his name. <laughs> and the horse yeah. is like, I ain't telling you. Names have power. Yeah, which is why my black is real shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Names have the horse power. is just laughing every time he says it. The horse is like, my so real cool. name is Tintaglia. The only way I shall talk to you is if you sing to me in Eldering poetry. My real name is the sound of the wind in the trees on a June night. <laughs> but you can call me but Thunderbolt. You can call me, <laughs> <laughs> but you can call me Blackie. Black Should I'd rather I'd rather it be a black stallion reference than a than a black beauty reference because black beauty gets real fucked up. And I don't black want that for my black. Yeah. Hmm. Hey. Anything else in this chapter? Uh I mean He's got some clothes in a bag that he crumpled up for sure into the smallest <laughs> ball possible. 
while I was reading this, I was just envisioning him like going to the dry cleaners and having all of his clothes in a plastic bag and then like hopping on a horse and they're just like kind of blowing in the wind behind him while he has the hangers hooked on his finger. I, I don't know if it was this chapter, but I love the like description of when he opens it and it just explodes. It's just clothes yeah. everywhere. I think it was just supposed to be I so tightly wound. And how like meticulous I am and how I'm like, I can't put that jacket in that bag because that bag isn't long enough and it will crumple it in the hem area. And he's like, I'm just going to push it into a ball. This is the kind of person that goes on like, goes on like, you know, 10 day trips with a tiny backpack and it's just like, it's fine. I got one shirt. (laughs) I got one shirt. One shirt. (laughs) Smells like shit. It's You know, if you take your underwear and you wear them forwards, backwards and flip them inside out. (laughs) Oh God. That's that's the Thank God dutiful seems clean. Oh man, making up for that farseer shit. I hope Hap's hygiene is better than his surrogate dad's. No, yeah. they did. They, he said that he said he was surprised that Dutiful's room because Hap was like just a fucking teenager. Yeah, I, I don't have know. He's instilled. He's a cot. He has a cubby <laughs> hole. Yeah, bullshit like a, everywhere. Yeah, remember Fitz has. He's a, got no storage space. Has a, a room for his him. office, and he has a room for his like secret sword room and. He's got, you know, his his poison room, and then he's got a living room, and Hap sits in the corner. <laughs> Hap's in the crawl space. <laughs> he's in the he's in the cockfighting pit. He's got no storage <laughs> under the stairs. Fitz yeah. used all of the space in his his property for like the secret his secret room up to the his, he has which, a lot of secrets they take up room okay yeah. but Logical, honestly physical. which he's got like a fake looking, shades room up in the ceiling somewhere <laughs> after looking at houses with rachel if we ever had a ward that would be the situation rachel would be like this is my cosplay room this is where i build <laughs> stuff but this is the room where i keep all my this, is, this whole room is dedicated to finished cosplays and then it's like okay well here's betsy she's got to live down in the the cockfighting on the crawl space. It's like, what? what? Well, there's Five under by under the six deck, foot Joey. chamber under the deck. She lives under the sewing machine. On a cot. She eats the thread. In the shed. Yeah. With only chickens for friends. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Um, well, at least we're on an adventure, Ashley. Yeah, they're going somewhere. Yeah, making moves. Running down the street in a northwesterly direction. <laughs> somewhere. Finally. They're going somewhere. Is it northwest? Also, did they, did they that say? seems wrong. We always thought it's we thought my it was knowledge of the maps of the area. I feel like they're getting closer to Pharaoh, right? Um, Closer to the uh, pyramids. I mean, just based on the Pharaoh people that are in Gelton. Yeah. Alright, this is when he's telling her where he's from and it contradicts where he grew up. She's like, where are you from? He's like, uh, from Forge near Brambleton. He's, she's like, cool. And then she asks him another question. He's like, yeah, I grew up in Buckkeep Town. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even keep his shit straight I'm for like, a minute. Oh, that's why the fool's like, we gotta run. No we one gotta, can hear that. <laughs> Let's have a race. That he was staying in Forge now. I can make that. You can make that work. I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm going through the chapter, because they do, like, tell you where they go. North of the pyramids. 
Uh, I would like to point out that this lady who lives in Gallatin, the city that doesn't exist, I say her name Brazinga. 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 I found Gallatin so, under. Brazinga. Under, under, an inverted wine glass rested on the map itself. When I lifted it, I found Galton or Gallatin. Underneath it, it was on a tributary of the Buck River, northwest of Buck, and on the other side of the river from Buck Heap. I had never been there. I tried to recall what I knew of Galton and Is there any direction so. of Forge? So we all need our northwest. sign maps by Robin Hobb and to put a wine <laughs> glass on it. And then once you put the wine glass on right it. Right here, let me do that really And quick. the town will appear. I'm going to print out a map. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at maps that people have made specifically to try to find this place, and it's not on them. Not I don't think yet. it exists. It might go into yeah, a wormhole. I mean, the only thing marked on this map northwest of Buckkeep is Forge. Yeah. It's a trap. But he's not <laughs> been there, so that means he's not past it on the way to Forge. So is it farther than Forge? Is he Where's just going river? toward his cottage? Oh, I didn't know that the river ran so northwest dumb. of Buckkeep. I thought it ran northeast. It must be a southeast. really fucking small river. It's like a stream. <laughs> I don't know. This place is oh, not real. Oh, that's the map I want. Just make the map bigger! Oh my god, mm. it just keeps taking me to this stupid shit. <sighs> I just want to see a map. There's so many maps out there. Who's the the map maker on Instagram? Maybe we need to consult with them. Van Zan Zan Meerman. Zan Meerman. Zan Meerman. Okay. Zan Meerman. So... Alright, let's see. Zan I'm in Oh my god. Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Wow, There's you guys shows. are having like map cartography struggles. There's the Buck River. Oh, okay, so the Buck River just goes straight from like Straight from west, from uh, west to east. So northwest isn't towards Forge. Forge is northeast. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm just bad at. Okay, so on the other, other side, side, and then it's not that far. Yeah. Though. Okay. So, do you think it is no. those lumps? Well, but it doesn't take them long to get there at all. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> had to wait for the yeah, we're going towards the lumps. <laughs> I yeah, forgot about the Bear somewhere. River. I thought there was only the Vin River and the Buck River, but there is another river. And then watch out, there's wind. That was a bad thing. weird. Cause, cause it, apologize. Because of the gale. Because of the border <laughs> marking that they chose. <laughs> so yeah, it's just... It's just gale what is that supposed to be? Oh, that's it then. Gale-ton is the wind. It can't be that far. It's in Buck. I figured it out, right? I think it's it's in Buck on the border with Pharaoh. But that doesn't. But it's across the river. But it's across the river, so. So not really. Yeah. So. But also, it looks. Look, all I'm telling you is that Buckheap is also in Pharaoh on the map I'm looking at. So things. (laughs) I'm looking at that map too, and that's why I'm like, well. Bucky must be, like, here. on the border. We have no border lines here. We're just sort of guessing at everything. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy with any of these maps unless there are little pyramids drawn, like, in Pharaoh. It's like CJ Cherry, okay? There are no borders. There are only associations. Well, I think we've we officially don't... lost some of our listeners now because 
Unless they're unless they have the ability to be sitting and well, also pulling up fucking a map terrible with us. Map reading. You mean like the twenty minutes we spent in the last episode talking about the covers of our books that no one could see? Do not edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so much good content lost on the cutting Gilton I just want I want a t-shirt. Currently <laughs> taking submissions. The one that we deem Straight most accurate will send you a prize. Pyramids. I want pyramids. <laughs> I want Gilton's <laughs> national anthem. You have to do it in like one. What's the voice that they do in? Um, not death metal. Is it death metal, Joey? Where they do that voice? Like the, the, the hyper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't do it. Gallatin. Or <laughs> So like Bane. Yeah. Or but maybe with a Scottish accent. Gallatin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's a great segue to chapter fifteen. Yeah. All right, Jenny, take us to Galaton. Galaton. Where the wind always blows. Where it always blows. Chapter 15. Galaton. Or Galaton, depending on your reading. Um, So nature talks about the persecution of the witted and a group called the Piebalds who have taken advantage of the current suspicious climate to expose well known. People who possess the wit. Um, they refer to as a duplicitous faction trying to seize power but without any kind of loyalty. So Fitz wins the race to the ferry, but it hardly matters because despite bribery, they have to wait for Lady. How do we say? Brasinga? Brasinga. 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 They have to wait for her, <laughs> her wagons to arrive first. So Lord Golden is kind of pissed at that. He's gonna, so he takes himself off to the inn and leaves Fitz forces, and Fitz is not upset by this at all. Not at all. He tells himself this several times. Fitz is a liar. He's totally depressed about it, about being left out, and he's missing his old friend. So he and Hunselman Laurel chat while they wait, and we learn that Fitz possesses absolutely no creativity, as we discussed, to name a horse, and he's just calling the horse by black for lack of anything better. Uh, but at least she runs fast, even if she has no interest in human psychology. And we learn that Ketrickin told Laurel to trust Tom Badgerlock, which she finds unbelievable, because who the hell is this guy that just showed up? It turns out that Laurel has been fairly well briefed on Prince's situation, though, and she knows full well they're going to fail to search for him. They also talk about their suspicions for what happened to Dutiful, and Laurel is very open in her disagreement with the Queen in trying to marry him off to the Marchesca, and Fitz thinks that he was lured away, but doesn't know how to explain that without revealing that he's witted. Speaking of being witted, Night Eyes picks now to show up because there's no way Fitz is leaving him behind. And I like his, his opening line. He says, a few days without me and he's consorting with horses I might have known. Night Eyes is a comedian. Uh-huh. We're also treated to another viewing of Fitz trying to convince people that Night Eyes is a dog, which is my favorite. And Laurel is not having it. She's like, that is a wolf. And <laughs> Night Eyes isn't having it either. And after he's had his little drink from the river, he slinks off into the forest making Fitz look like an idiot. And I'm so proud of him. He's like, oh, I guess it wasn't my dog. <laughs> 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 Laurel's like, who the fuck is this guy and why am I supposed to trust him? Uh, so the Lord Golden returns and Fitz spends way too long explaining just how perfect he looks under the guise of explaining why Laurel is like Not him. long enough. <laughs> he's, he's brought Fitz some food, but he offers to take Laurel's dinner. Again, Fitz is totally not upset by this. 
just also about. He's totally jealous. But he's also shocked at how much of a real person Lord Golden is just the fool was, which he later manages to convince himself means he might not know the truth. Might not truly know him at all, because he's dumb. Um, so Fitz and Night Eyes share their food, and Night Eyes scolds him for treating him as if he's already dead. Shut up, Night Eyes, don't encourage the narrative. <laughs> I'm with Fitz, I don't want to consider that possibility at all either. Um, also, Fitz is amazed that Night Eyes can make the connection between Dutiful and the cat in the dream Fitz had. That's because Night Eyes is not dumb. Mm-hmm. Come on, get with it. He's clearly the smart in this relationship. Um... Anyway, eventually they get across the river and they get to Gilton and they're greeted by Lady Brisinga and Lord Golden is once again the center of attention. And Fitz starts his obsession with comparing the heights of all the boys Hap's age to Hap. He does this later on and I'm just like, why are you so like concerned with this? <laughs> uh, he also notices that someone there clearly has the wit and he warns that eyes. And then a servant takes Fitz up to Lord Golden's rooms for his stay and he attempts to be Cherub again, like trying to figure out what a servant would do. And when he gets done packing his own things, he finds the fool about him really awesome new clothes. And then Night Eyes appears at the window, like Romeo calling it to Juliet Fitz, and they discuss how much they hate cats. Uh, <sighs> then Lord Golden arrives and orders Fitz around and tells him to bathe, which is very good advice, and gives him back in his charms so that people will like him again. Uh, he tells Fitz to wear the dark blue doublet, and so now we get Fitz's she's all that makeover moment. And gone with the baggy, ill-fitting clothes, <laughs> replaced by Casp. Clothes that actually fit. It's perfect, exclaims the fool when he emerges from his room, exactly as I had hoped. Oh, Fitz, I always imagined that had I the chance, I could show you off as fitted you. And look at you. And Fitz is like, I guess I don't look bad. And <laughs> <laughs> the fool goes on to explain that Shade made sure to keep him in those ill-fitting clothes all those years so no one would pay attention to him. And But this pointing out his own handiwork is how he truly sees him. <laughs> I love how he's yeah. like, I guess I'm not old and decrepit. I am actually hot. He's like, I he's guess like, I, I am only like 35. <laughs> <laughs> the blue doublet. Mm-hmm. To, to compliment the fool and Lord Golden and his light blue. Mm-hmm. Whenever my black comes up, I just think about how I labored over what to name my horses in Red Dead 2. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> I, I have playing horses for in Breath times. of the Wild, and, you know, they're important figures. I have Liz Lemon, and I have Sugabika. Yours are so good! <laughs> and Fitz has my black. Is this the chapter where the fool says, you should bathe because I don't want to smell you? Yes. yes. And then they have all the oils <laughs> no, to make them smell the food. No, I want to smell the food. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So then, she puts on some apple scented yes, oil. Yes, so he puts apple scented oil on. I was like, oh yeah, he really does want to blend in. Because the fool He knows he wants food. to smell like food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I smell like apples. They he's smell like, good. He's like, you love me now because I smell like I like that he's like, I'll just Hold on, I smear it in my go. hair. Like, yeah, that works. <laughs> and the fool smells like the, roses. The, yes. Let me go find the description he gives of the fool when he, like, walks up. Oh, yeah. I do. I shave my legs with rose oil, and it's lovely. It is such, it's just such a lovely <laughs> smell. So you smell like the fool. Well, Lord Golden, at least. Congratulations. I would imagine that the fool 
Lord Golden. Beloved. We can use beloved as a general. That's what I do in my brain. Um, mm. That There's like a different scent profile for every... Oh, sure. This has got like Elena all over it. Or like yeah. different, yeah. very specific scents. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Aware of our scrutiny, he all but struck a pose. I knew the fool too well to be fooled by Lord Golden's careless artifice. He knew how the wind off the river toyed with his golden locks. He had chosen oh his colors well, blues and whites, and his elegant clothing was cut to complement his slender figure. He looked like a creature of sun and sky. Even carrying food oh bundled in a white linen napkin and jug, he still managed to look elegantly aristocratic. This is the passage that my costume Fitz, Fitz fucking said that? Yes. Fitz is not poetic about anything. Except for murder. When he's looking at the fool. At that fine piece of something. She doesn't even have to wear makeup. She's so beautiful. <laughs> he loved the fool when he was a freak, and now he thinks he's <laughs> chiclet from chiclet teeth to posing. He to had a glow up, the and they river. were there to experience it together, and that's really great. <laughs> and then, glow. and then the fool helped Fitz have his own glow up, yeah, by getting him tailored clothes. Which is so sweet. Vogues his way down the river. May I right, remind you that his entire apartments were just a backstage to his golden visage. <laughs> And Fitz described that very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Decorated it. I'm going to do that. Joey, can we decorate the place so that I am set off to my best advantage? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> ring lights suspended everywhere. Whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> Just a lot of ring lights. A pink spotlight, because pink yeah. is very flattering. Yeah, you need yes. to have a pink or like LED, or, um, neon light mm-hmm. on one wall, because it's a good photo op, but also good lighting, and then ring lights for the other time. Um, yes. And so you get the oh, and I want mirrors. the I want the Galadriel light so that my eyes look starry. <laughs> well, that's why ring lights are good that's because extra. when you have one in front of you, you, yeah, get, you that get that circle, circle in your yeah. You just want a perpetual Instagram filter just to look like that all the time. I hate BRB. I'll just gonna, I'm just going to throw on my Lord Golden and take just a lot of photos. <laughs> <laughs> so and pose. Um, and pose. <laughs> Okay, so going back to this podcast that we host. Um, <laughs> yes. What were we doing? So here's my whole thing with this. They get to Brazinga's house. And... Brazinga? It's already, like, they're already, like, these people are fucking wooded. We know it. Like, we have to be careful. So then he's like, I, like, whispered in that eyes to, like, get the fuck out of here and I'll talk to you later. But then they go back in, in the evening, so what we learned with his time with the bear guy, Rolf, is that his name? Black uh, Rolf. Unfortunately. It was that, like, they can, when when they were, like, screaming their conversations to another before, they learned that, like, hey, there's better ways of doing that. And while, like, you can't <laughs> totally mute your conversation out, like, it's private, but it's like you're speaking in another language. So it's like other witted people could hear that it's happening, but they wouldn't know what you're saying. Yeah. So then they get to this mm-hmm. house. They know, they suspect or know that these people are witted. And he's like, thinks about being cautious for a split second. But then when they get back up in the room, he's fucking talking to Nidae's like crazy. And I'm like, okay, if the variable of the evening is these new fuckers in town, why do they not think that Brazinga and Fam are instantly going to know that they're also witted? Because they can fucking hear him dumb. having a conversation. 
he even thinks about Night Eyes and everybody like turns their head and looks at it. Yeah, so it's like, why are you pointing it out to all of them that you're witted? And also, <laughs> aren't they concerned that the cats will rat them out? No, that's what he's banking on. The cats don't care because mm. they're cats. I don't know about that. Cats are shitty, though, and they're spiteful. <laughs> oh, my cat isn't. All cats are spiteful. All of them. Yours is too old to be spiteful anymore, but it's a youth. I assure <laughs> you that cat is spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> she did pee on me once. Yeah. Oh. She did. That wasn't for love. Okay? That, was when, that was when Rachel was new. I was sleeping. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I think that they're gonna. I mean, so you're asking? Are you asking me point blank if they are gonna get caught? I guess I'm not asking you anything. Are you just have anxiety just, about that? I do, and I think it's just another example of Fitz being dumb. I don't understand why, like, everything that well, he learned... What else is he supposed to do? He can't communicate with Night Eyes otherwise. He can't, like, write a note. Night Eyes shouldn't have even been there, though. He should have been like, yo, witted folk, gotta shut the fuck up. Peace. I feel like it's a Western, and they all have, like, they're about to draw their guns, and they're just, like, staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what's going on? I, like, I, I don't know, I'm... T- I'm team Night Eyes on this because he was like, you really were going to leave me behind in a city to babysit your fucking Well, I don't think that's kid. right either. I think it's fine that Night Eyes is there. I just think they need to shut the fuck up. But if Night Eyes doesn't help Fitz think, then Fitz can't think. <laughs> He's just dirt. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're hoping that it's like low level enough, like AM radio. No one else can like. No one's got. Everyone else's FM radio. If they were like, like a few houses over, sure. But the fact that they're like <laughs> three fucking feet away from the other people, I just have a hard time believing that. I I think that also Night Eyes is slipping up too because there's occasionally like that very dog like where they're like just smiling and like in, enjoying being around people, and it's like. He's like, yeah, I agree too. Like Fitz is just thinking <laughs> to himself, and Night Eyes just jumps in. Yeah, I agree. It's well, a very and then dog did, thing like, to do. The moment where the fool looked out the window and saw Night Eyes, and then just like the yeah, dog. he smiled like, hey. look at his face. I love that. Like though, he's like on he a cruise like... ship waving the people on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when he, like, went out and he looked, because it's almost like you could probably kind of feel him just because the skill bond has been renewed, right? Right. So mm-hmm. he just, like, steps to the window and looks out, and he's, like, real chill, where he's like, hey, part of the, you know, the trinity that makes us whole, how you doing? Glad you're here. <laughs> it's like the fifth, like, I guess my suspicions yeah. are, I feel like we wouldn't have been provided that information unless it's going to be an issue. Ah, foreshadowing. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, thank you. Six, chapter 16, please. Chapter 16 is Claws. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Santa Claus. Uh, the intro details <laughs> that like while Santa many Claus. of them... Like Santa Claus. <laughs> that is Sasha. What's the L-A-U-S? Sandy Claus. So, for the intro, 
While many of the richer families of the coastal duchies were ruined by pillaging during the Red Ship Raids, some of the lesser nobility escaped and ended up prospering greatly. The Earwood family was one such that prospered, and they shared their wealth with the devastated Bressingham family. Therefore, Jaglia Earwood married into the Bressingham family and had a son, Sybil. So Lord Golden struts into the Bresinga Great Hall with Fitz in tow. Fitz spends at least three min- minutes describing how everybody has doe eyes for Lo- Lord Golden. And he isn't jealous, not at all, but he definitely perks up when Laurel eyes him over as well. Lord Golden turns his head slightly to one side, tucking his chin in with an air as if there he was unaware of his great beauty, thinks Fitz. <laughs> Fitz being a bodyguard is exactly like me trying to watch any cooking show, which is to mean that I just stare at the delicious food and can't eat any of it. And uh, I try to pay attention to the conversation, but really just get angry and angrier the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) In between daydreaming about food and daydreaming about the fool, Fitz learns all the families are gathered here uh, for uh, a hunting trip and that they use hunting cats here rather than hounds. Here we're treated to the description of hunting cats riding on cushions on the back of horses. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole chapter. regal. <laughs> During much discussion of hunting cats, a little house cat joins the party and wit broadcasts its entire desires to everyone. Fitz ingeniously deduces that the Bresinga children appear to be witted when they respond to the cat's thoughts. Lord Golden puts on a show pretending to be drunk and pumps the gathering for information on Dutiful. Even Fitz is fooled by the charade, and they don't learn much more at dinner. Later, Fitz is sent to the kitchens to flirt with the cooks and try to learn more. The starving Fitz spends no less than three minutes describing the food before remembering to do his job. He sees a dead (laughs) rabbit and assumes it's for the hunting cat. For Dutiful's hunting cat? Great sleuthing. There are only 22 of them here. (laughs) (laughs) Fitz goes back to Lord Golden to share his important information and finds him schmoozing with Laurel, who has also been spying, but she's got more interesting information. Laurel recognizes the way that Dutiful organizes his things in the stable, and anyway, the important part comes at the end of this chapter when Fitz realizes that Laurel and Lord Golden are waiting for him to leave so they can go back to being intimate. Fitz awkwardly goes to bed and tries not to think of the fool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Laura no, goes finish that sentence. Downtown. That's not Wait, what he has written. That's not what he has written in this doc. Wait, did they go to Pound Town? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they went to Pound Town. I think it's so funny. The fool, the fool is that 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 guy. I guess at least in this trilogy, that's like we can cuddle and then we stop. And then that's fine. He pulls, Joey. I respect that. <laughs> we're, we're gonna make out a little, and then we stop. It stops there. It's fine. Goodbye. Good night. It is fine. I just love when he walks in, and he's like, oh, no. What did I <laughs> well, yeah. And then he gets, like, and the full like, explanation of why she's like, there oh, in God. those clothes, and he's still like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I, she's not gonna leave. She's not gonna leave. Does that mean I have to leave? No, I'm leaving. It means you need earplugs. Players. It's also because he's like the servant. 
And he thinks for a second, oh, should I go lock the door for them so no one walks in on them? <laughs> should I go pull? Should I just turn down the covers for them? Is that my next <laughs> step? He's like, should I... Should I massage Laurel while they... It's like, what the fuck? No, get out. Get the fuck out, Fitz. Fitz doesn't really know how to Would you like me to pour some more wine? You got your... You? you What? Get get out. Uh, yeah. So, I really... Uh, speaking of cooking shows, that whole part where they're like, if you fold the dough alive, it creates layers. Right? What like is that? that? It's like fucking Martha Stewart oh, teaching yeah. us how to make croissants. Like, we don't <laughs> That pastry I dough. like that she's so pissed that she has to do all this work, so they're gonna eat it in two seconds. I don't know if this was... Everyone's very bitter in that That's how I feel everything's what? What was her name? Like pastry? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know if it was as obvious or as it was not pastry. It was. It it may was as her well name was that. Cook Ledvind, like Led Levend. Levend. She's making yeah, bread, yeah. and her name is Levend, and it was crazy. I I don't know if it was that obvious in the like the book. So, so cats and poor people get the same kinds of names. They get names that they get named after plants and 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 processes. Fennel Not is delicious fennel. in so many different ways. I would be proud to be named after fennel. Naming so, but in like in book, naming your cat fennel is like naming your cat George or Fred. Yeah, Fred. It's like a name. Here's our, here's our dog Fred. <laughs> Which, by Jeez. the way, I don't like when people Jeez. do that. I think you should give your animals better names than humans. Cutesy have. names. I take offense to that because Moira loves her name. But also, Moira is like a larger than life character, character on Schitt's Creek. So it's a little like, it's still referential. Yes. It's not just like, it's not like. I just like wanted her to feel Greg. like if she wanted to wear wigs, that she could. <laughs> did, did you just say it's not Greg? Greg, Greg, Greg. He doesn't know who Greg is. Greg, Greg. Please send us uh, pictures of your cats or dogs named Greg. Greg. <laughs> and also What's then up, show Greg? us the paperwork of you changing their name officially to something other than Greg, because that's not. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. Someone's favorite character is Greg, and they like named their child Greg. Greg. <laughs> a they child named Greg is boss, though. Greg was a ago. good guy. He just wasn't for me. He's fine. He was. Yeah, He's just fine. That, the whole can't of your face that you spoke of. I feel like that's the description of Greg. Greg. He's fine. Would this full it's name like, of uh, the child be Gregory? Can we talk about my favorite part? Yes, how, I apologize um, for this episode. <laughs> of how when they come back from the dinner and Fitz is like, can I help you, Lord Dolan? He's just like, ah, that was the greatest performance I've ever put on in my life. I'm so glad you were there. To I, loved how, <laughs> I loved how proud he was of it. I thought that was really cute. Can I help you? You're such a great witness because yes. you're so dumb. <laughs> My witness, you, so you stared at the back of my head while I performed my best. <laughs> Jeez. So there is, so here, so who is at the table? Lady Brasinga, Civil Brasinga, that family that brought, that dragged their 17 year old daughter. Her kitten. And her kitten. Uh. Laurel the Huntsman, the Brasinga Huntsman, whose name I can't recall. Evelyn, uh, yeah, Avoy, 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 Av
Who's the dude that just wanted to talk like hunting cats that's with that, like, that, like, that, like, that guy? That was a very, very long discussion. About it was snooze fest. Like, this is what I'm talking about, though. Like, we're wasting. It was on point because it's like when I talk about glue or Rachel talks about fucking <laughs> horses, about it's glue. like we all have our thing. This guy's thing was hunting cats, and I'm okay with that. So I think we learned, we did learn that one of the types of hunting cats is like a bobcat. I was yep, thinking of yep, you when I read that, that, and I was like, Eli's going to try to say this is a fucking bobcat. <gasps> <laughs> it's got a bobtail. Why does that matter? It's a bobtail. Bobcats and bobtails are different. Isn't there like a very famous cat that like no we've only gotten on cat on camera like three times, and it has a bobtail, and it's like a bobcat, but it's like a third of the size. Yeah, it's called Maybe that's a Great cat. White Bob. A bobcat's already not big. The Robert cat. Yeah, bobcats are not big. They're like double house cats. They're like no double yeah. house cat is like is is like the what is the cat that you found in the last episode, Manx. Alyssa? Sev the sever. Yeah, serval. That's like a bobcat serval. size. Serval. Yeah. small. Okay. Bobcats are not big. Bobcat versus human size. Googling it right now, bitches. Oh, he can pick so, it up and okay. hold it in his arms. They're not big. Okay. All right. All right. I stand down. These, these cats are just like, they're just riding on like pillows on horses and then they're jumping <laughs> off and like killing a bird. Is that like, is that hunting with I a cat? I think bobcat yeah, I is like, like their the description. people size. hunting. I like their description <laughs> of them setting them in a like oh, no. group of pigeons. No, don't Google bobcat versus human. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like they they like they they were so like stealthy that they could like just smack a pigeon here and smack a pigeon there, and then it's like just like twelve dead pigeons just laying down. But they were like, also the tame pigeons. Like, oh, they described it as tame pigeons, a flock of <laughs> yeah. Tame so they're birds. just like New York pigeons so, that just sit there. <laughs> they're just like they're just like oh, there's a foot coming at me. I guess I'll just, just flap away. Set loose a freaking pride of cats. You know what? It's like it's like the, p- the pigeons in New York are like you're not gonna touch me, and I know you're not yeah. gonna touch me. It's like it's like it's like I'm gonna fly up at your face as soon as you get like within a foot. That's it. Yep. I don't go down kitchen alley anymore. I'm fine with a cat killing that. I like that Fitz went down to the kitchens to flirt, but like his idea of flirting is to not talk to anyone and just sit there. <laughs> just Me too. Food, we should be just wingmen Just stare at together. the food and drool. <laughs> he like he like revealed his his shirt with like, the charm. He's the fool like, literally is, is like, go down to the kitchens and flirt and see if you can get people to talk to you. And he's like, sure. And he just goes down there and he's, he's like, like, food, food. Oh, there's a dead rabbit. I guess I did my job. <laughs> I'm only Maybe talking to the, the fool. Should give him blessings. Right? Yeah, the fool's like, got it. It won't help. Yeah, and it won't help. Considering Fitz was gone for 25 minutes and he comes back and there's like a lady in her pajamas hanging out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Fitz won't get the lesson. It'll be like, it's a waste of time. <laughs> you know what? Shade? I think Shade and Burrich should be commended. I think they should get medals. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they did a lot for, for in, in, with that with the material that they were given. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a Fitz hate cast. <laughs> All right, I love him. He's just hopeless. Uh, I wonder if we how much so, of that is his his wit bond. What, you know, like you have like an extra sense, and you don't use your other ones as much. 
Well, that's definitely true. Yeah, that's why he, like, never talked to anyone when he was a kid, for sure. And then, you know, you don't learn to do it. And then small talk becomes an impossible thing. He's also never... He's, he's very social. He's never supposed to have been a small talker. He's always kind of shuffling behind the scenes and doesn't want to be super noticed See, this is and why that kind of stuff. So. Unless he's like giving, he like, should, high-level political advice. He should have advice. liked that bodyguard role more, except for the standing and, and not eating part. He's so mad. Um, he's just like, I'm invisible, I don't like this, what's going on? I'm like, it's your whole yeah. life, you wanted to be No, he just wants to, like, sit on a very important chair and have everyone be like, wow, amazing, love him, but not have to talk to anyone but, like, yeah. three people he likes. I mean, Which is everybody everyone. wants that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seems like kind of, like, dutiful's life. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. Uh, just every episode prompts, friends and high places, character introductions. Well, hello, my black. Hello, <laughs> Miskia. Miskia. Hello, Miskia. Hello, Fennel. Hello, Laurel, Laurel. Huntsman. Huntswoman. Huntswoman. Get right. I imagine all these people and animals running up to you as you greet them. Hello. <laughs> I'm petting them all, including Laurel. Coming yes. up. Coming up. <laughs> Coming up. Del. Delery for like you know the chapter that not the same she was as in. Laurel. Levin yeah. bread definitely, lady, definitely not Laurel. Civil Brasinga, Brasinga, Brasinga. That guy, that who, guy. By who, the like, way, Civil. I don't. I, I'm saying Civil sucks. He seems like a little. Well, his fucking punk. name is Civil, so I yeah. feel like <laughs> he's a little garbage teenager with an agenda, and I don't stand for it. Skills acquired, Fitz and company learn and grow. What new skills were shown in this section? No. How to wear tailored clothes. Yeah. Mm. Sartorial independence. I think my favorite part of the tailored clothing is like, oh, the Fitz must know my measurements really well. Oh, the fool's probably like, I I got this. I'm going to write it all down. I'm going to draw a picture. He's like, I've been measuring you in your sleep for decades. Okay. (laughs) He's like, I used my wizard wood pencil to draw a photo, to draw a picture of you that then came alive and trotted around inside the tailor's office. I've been crawling all over you with calipers for days. He just has like a to scale puppet of Fitz. That's <laughs> like a shrunken version of him. Never go in my room. Never go in my room. <laughs> yeah, right, right. A little bit of a double standard there. Never go in my room, by the way. Let me measure your fucking <laughs> waist-leg <laughs> ratio. A very important category, animal assists. Our favorite animal friends. So many animals, you guys. There's a it's ton of them. Lots of cats, lots of kitty cats. We got horses. That is a cat. great dog. We've got a wolf. I love when he's like, oh, that's my dog. He's not a wolf. And she's like, that's a motherfucking wolf. wolf. (laughs) Yeah, but he's tried that like Uh, five times. I love I just love when it's like, here, boy. And that is like, go fuck yourself. He's like, like, woof. (laughs) (laughs) You remember when he like wagged his head like once in the When they were going up into the mountains. He's just like, I'm not doing that shit again. I'm just going to drink my water. He's like, nah, 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 fuck that. I feel like. He at least could have given like a little growl, like a snarl, like, oh yeah, I'm a big bad wolf. I just love the fact that Laurel probably got like some kind of briefing that was like, he's gonna have, he's gonna try to tell you that he has a dog. (laughs) Or, you know, her like 10 years of education in animal husbandry or whatever. (laughs) That's a fucking wolf, man. That ain't a fucking wolf. 
Um, all right, we have retired the fool's creepiness, but we have replaced it with was the fool there and how fabulous. Was he it? was at a queer eye level five. Like, oh, things just keep getting better. He did like a little makeover. <laughs> did he teach Fitz how to French tuck? Pool? We've really gotten into like the fabric descriptions. The fashion yeah, is. I'm, I'm fucking waiting. I'm waiting for those Jamaican pants. The whole book could be this, you guys, and I would be. That's that. That's that Jamalia charm coming back up. I swear, my, I I loved it whenever he like tried to open his new clothing and it just like exploded. <laughs> I just want to see the part of the Fab Five makeover where the fool is all of the Fab Five, and he takes he takes Fitz aside and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna talk about grooming. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna redecorate your room. Here, let's make some. <laughs> like, we're gonna make some tapas." <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the fool be Karama, and then Fitz is just like feelings, just crying. Surprise! You need to love yourself before you can love anyone else. And we're going to confront all the people in your life that have ever hurt you. <laughs> and then Bobby would turn his cabin into it's like Burrich is in yeah. a room, and Fitz is like, "No, I'm not going in there. I'm not doing that." I'm just, I'm just glad Karamo's finally embracing his baldness. <laughs> Yeah, Joey was, was upset. I agree with, with the that. He was, there was a struggle there for a little bit, but he was like sprayed on. I was yeah, like, yeah, it was a okay. little strange. I agree. Now he just wears hats in every episode. Yeah, now he just wears hats. Um, I'm still thinking about. Oh, was this the section where he tried to cut his hair and then he was like, "I'm not cutting." Yeah, it. I can't yeah. do that. Your beautiful hair. That was, that's the Jonathan moment. The Jonathan. Have you guys ever? Have you guys ever seen that? That. Uh, thing where Tan France shows his house. No. So there's there's this thing on YouTube where he like gives a tour of his house and he has like this whole entire attic space that is his closet and it's like, still Ugh. not big enough. I just imagine that's what Lord Golden would have. <laughs> or me. Joey, take notes. Right? Oh my god. I don't know why. <laughs> that basement is becoming should, a walk You should go closet. check out that video. Just look up like I Tan don't, France I don't like house on YouTube. Fitz Misery the Bastard has a moment, heroics, tantrums, extremely bad decisions, etc. Okay. Ten of ten. I think he's spewing his mouth to Laurel, bad decision. Witting while in the presence of Bazingas. (laughs) Bazingas. All bad. Bad idea. Heroics, none. I think like fifty percent of his brain is like just thinking about food. This whole whole section. <laughs> Did we add in so a, a section where it's like how good of a servant was he being? How, how good of a servant it? was he being? And how much and, did he hate it while he was doing? And you got so your bitter. proper like emo emo level. He unpacked from the, a uh, bag chapter thirteen and hauled one pot of water. And then he <laughs> stood and he was so, like, "I'm so, so tired. hard. It's so hard. It's so hard." <laughs> when he's standing there at the meal, he's just like, oh, "Yeah, I can't stand anymore. If I could just lay down on the floor, you know, like a real ball, va- a real valet would like literally wash his master's hair for him and clip his toenails and like all that. No. He's like not having to do shit. He's just like, here's your coat. Yeah. I would have loved it if he it had just so laid down on the floor and gone right? to sleep, and it was somebody else's POV for like one chapter. I've definitely <laughs> done that. Like back 
in the day at parties where it's still, it's like 3 a.m. and everybody else is still going strong. And I'm like, I'm done. And just like lay on the floor and be like, you can come and get me when it's over. <laughs> he didn't even have to dress the fool in this chapter. The fool just sprang out of his like screen like, look, I'm fully dressed. I'm fully dressed. I've been like, up for oh. five hours. Well, because I wonder, <laughs> has, has Fitzy ever seen the fool Nicod? No one has oh. ever seen the fool <laughs> That's why there's all that debate. There's a debate. Oh, God, it needs to happen. (laughs) (laughs) But did you die? Important events and predictions about what's coming up. Ashley thinks they're about to be caught by a bunch of cat, like a cat gang, a cloud of people. (laughs) Well, I mean, Night Eyes is out there barking, or not not literally barking, but like mind barking, surrounded by all (laughs) these cats. It's got 22 goddamn cats. And it's going to turn out like fucking Fievel. They're just going to start busting through. <laughs> I think there are 22 at cats like, and each one of them like... doesn't give a shit about the dog. There are yeah. no <laughs> cats. <laughs> Buck keep cattle. <laughs> and the streets Didn't are the cat in the kitchen keep... say something about wolves yeah. dogs? Yeah, just... yeah, there's like a dog stink. I feel like they're being a little loose. Yeah, yeah, smells like, yeah like, they said that like... it smelled like the dog. Yeah. Like, they're they're like, 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 but then they don't care. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, talking to their wit human and being like, yeah, and there's a fucking wolf hanging around all of a sudden. Like, I don't know. This shit is just, I don't know. No, because they're too busy going, mine, mine, Man, mine, person, mine. wolf, camera, cat, TV. <laughs> what made you mine. cry? I think this was a good section. There was not a lot of crying. Not a lot of crying? No. Was there any crying? Where'd you cry? I, well, I, I know. Think, oh, I the, the please give me the was elf a lot bark of tears. and being denied the elf bark was a little emotional. Oh, I thought that. that was See, really I, could, I put that in the tantrums column, but okay. Ah, okay. Okay. Or the, the who do you trust? I trust the fool. No, you know, you ever see that meme where it's like the guy, the it was like the um the intervention show where it's like the alcoholic dad and they're like the guy's like cause I love you and like the guy's just like bawling. He's just Aah! like that. That's that's chapter thirteen. That was the Karamo section. That's the Karamo section. <laughs> <laughs> if each chapter was a tab five, it was the cause I love you. It's like I've never seen anybody cry that hard. We saw the we saw the Jonathan chapter with the hair, with the grooming, with the decision to put his hair back. The the one where he goes to his old room is the Bobby. Chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he's just looking at like looking at the rooms, all the all the different interior decorations. Well, uh, Dutiful's room was like the full West Elm treatment and had all the like the plants. Yeah. And- the like you know abstract art on the wall. Yeah, very Instagram worthy. West Elm. It's that's the only story it comes to. Fantasy. But then like, yeah, and then, like Everything this room is very like before and no after, just before. <laughs> uh, fashions from Jamalia. Well, Fashion. it's happening. Fashion it's show. becoming Fashion more. Show. This is the Fashion uh, show this is what this this whole question was written <laughs> about. Well, not yet. Not yet. It's going to get better. Oh, things just keep getting better. (laughs) Uh, First off, I love that the fool cares about his friends enough to dress them appropriately. Yes. And fit is important. Was the Anthony chapter when he went to the kitchens? I love that they have matching outfits that complement each other. Yes. Sister. Love that. Out. Sister. Joey refuses to do that. He just 
janks my entire outfit entirely, and then we what? look stupid. Why are you talking? Y'all go twinsies all the time. It's cool. I know. I hate it. Like we should compliment, not just look like the same person. I <laughs> I put clothes on, and then it just happens to look like what you put on. I'm not copying you. <laughs> I have one look, <laughs> and it's, and it's <laughs> you. <laughs> That's it. It's just a black t-shirt, black jeans, and some shoes. But the shoes are where he gets his pop of color. Yep. Did fit suck? You copy that? You're copying me. Did fit suck? Did fit yes. suck? When did there's a lot suck. of suck. All right. We when he put on the clothes and looked awesome. Someone else took over. Yeah. It's all been like human interaction at this point, and he's that's. We know that's not his forte. He also doesn't <laughs> well, he communicate do well there. with. He also doesn't communicate well with birds, cats, bears, certain horses. with not wolves. <laughs> Every category except. I think wolves he does okay with. I think he does okay with the law. The, the what I forgot. They're not the llamas. The fake llamas. The llamas. Okay <laughs> yeah. oh, the the llamas. Fake llamas. The, the llamas. The Jeppas. This is thank like you. in the mountain. The Jeppas. The Jeppas. <laughs> the Jeppas. He got them across the. the I don't think the Jeppas really responded to him, though, right? I don't know. He's good with ferrets. He's good with weasels. He's good with ferrets crutch. that have singular purposes. Yeah. Yeah. He's good with birds, probably. No, I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think he's aloof with birds. I think birds are. A necessary we'll evil. It takes a special. They're all like. They're all like. Pecock? He doesn't like them because the, they can speak out loud <laughs> if they want to. Um, all right. Are we good? Are we good? We good. All right. A reminder for next reading section. We're doing chapters 17 through 21. I'm fine with the fact that we're off. It doesn't bother me. Off what? This has been Bucky Radio. You can email us at buckyradio at gmail. Please send us pictures of your cats named fennel, of your cats in general. Horses. Um, of, of your Anything horses. Anything named Greg. Please send us maps with Galton on a them. map with, with Galton. Yes. A wine glass on a map. Any map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for Bonus points if there's Barrow. a cat claiming it as mine. We want your we want your mail. We thrive on it. We need that validation. <laughs> uh, my name is Rachel. You can find me on Instagram at Darth underscore Rachel and on Twitter at Darth Rachel. My name is Alyssa. I am at AlyssaMaynard.com. Uh, I'm Jenny. You can find me at Places for on Instagram. And there is a new Fits in the Pool for Lord Gold Venton Badgerlock. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not me. I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay on Instagram. Uh, I'm Ashley. You can find me living very silently on Instagram at Ladybird Parker. That fits life. And I was Joey, Powderkid.exe, <laughs> and you can find me in Scotland. Uh, that's the audiobook <laughs> shade voice <laughs> please apologies to all of our uh, yeah. uh deep apologies, apologies. Oh, Scottish, you know 
Including my ancestors. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Poor great-grandma rolling oh, in her so grave. much satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, all right, next up is spoilers. Forget your spoilers. I don't even want to... I didn't want to be there. I just, because I couldn't actually say anything, I just wanted to be a lot and be like, it's I know. I almost said it and I was like, don't do that. <laughs> um, so can we talk about fucking Civil and how he is a piece of shit teen and he needs to get drop kicked off the face of the motherfucking earth? Hate him? I don't remember liking him, but I remember nothing else. I remember that his name was in the books. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that starts the horrible rumor because he thinks he thinks that the fool is like after his girl. And so then the fool's like, no, I'm gay. And then he was like, you're gay. And then he starts the gay panic shit. And that's just, he's. I remember none no, of I, this. Yeah, I do not remember this. He's, he's a, he's a bigot. I do not like him. Simple. Uncivil of him. He's very uncivil. Mm. Uncouth. It's like beautiful is not being beautiful. Everyone is the opposite. Maybe they should start naming them with like bad qualities because they're always like not the opposite. Like Regal was not Regal. This (laughs) this is my son. Poor posture. (laughs) (laughs) My son scoliosis. It's, does Sybil <laughs> have anything to do with the next trilogy? Or even any of the books after this? He does show no, up. Thanks. He does show up in the last trilogy. That's what I thought. Does yeah. he? Yeah. Because he's there and, and he's just like really shitty to Fitz. And Fitz is like, you realize that none of that was real, right? That the that Lord Golden lied to you to get you to act in a certain way so that we could leave. <laughs> and he's like, I, I still think you're gay and I don't think that's right. <laughs> Because he's friends with Dutiful. He maintains that friendship. It's a piece of shit. Lame. Sucks. Um, what else is going to happen? Can we talk oh, about the cat. The cat. the cat. Can we talk about the fact that in like the next section, we're going to have that part where Fitz goes into the fool's room and he's like, wait. Is there someone else in the bed with him? And then he has like a skill fit, and then they actually do sleep in the bed together. Oh what? My God, I remember this. this. My heart. <laughs> and is and dying. the fool holds him all night. The fool yes. like he's like he's like, did I have a seizure? And the fool's like, you had a little one, but I held you, and it was okay. Oh. I have no recollection of this. I see. I told you I remember nothing from these books. I live for it. I live for this. I think I think the first time I read through these, I didn't really think about it that much, and now I'm just like so attuned to it that like every line, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> like I wasn't by the time we got to the last trilogy, but because I read the the first two like so quickly, mm-hmm. 
and like wasn't talking to anybody about them, it didn't really register as much. The fool's in so much pain in the second book. The second book is the book I remember the most because I love hurting myself through literature. Yeah. Well, because there's like the whole like, oh, by the way, I need to tell you about what's going on because like they're like spying on the on the Narcheska and she's got the tattoo and he's like, right, I well, I also have the tattoo. Just throw my heart on the bed of nails. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I just oh yeah, this next section is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I remember looking at the cover of that book with like, you know, it's like a blonde person with the tattoo, and I just was like, but then Artesia doesn't have blonde hair. I'm really confused <laughs> by this artwork. And I was like, oh, I got it. Well, that's what Ashley said. Has anyone ever seen the fool naked? Wow. <laughs> Hate to disappoint her, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he won't seem naked, but he'll literally be inside his body at some point. Right, yeah. but we are not privy to that information. Fitz, Fitz keeps that to himself. I think he keeps it from himself. I just think that it's so... I think I think that, like, there are different levels of intimacy, right? And, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, Fitz yeah. is, like, physically intimate and emotionally distant, whereas the fool will be emotionally intimate and physically distant. Mm-hmm. And, yes, like, that was that whole Tumblr post. That yeah, I right. And just, like, the way that they orbit each other and how, like, the fool... Like, like the way that they kind of respect each other's boundaries, but then, like, cross them when necessary and how they deal with that. It's just... Yeah. It's very... It's very masterful. So I was almost surprised that Fitz actually admitted to Shade that he loved him. I was like, wow. That's surprising. I guess because he couldn't say he trusted him, so he'd give him something. Right, right. Well, yeah, he doesn't trust him. He loves him, but he definitely doesn't trust him. (laughs) Definitely. Why would you? So I'm trying to think if I would be okay with a cat riding on my saddle behind me. <laughs> <laughs> on a it looks on a really cushion. cute in my head. What color is the cushion? <laughs> what color is the like cat? A bluey, bluey <gasps> what color is the horse? Oh no. Yeah, they coordinate. It's like the clothes. All of them are pink. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like it better if it was a smaller one. I don't want one of those big ones that the guy talks about for a thousand pages. <laughs> that can take down you know, a where he's, deer? Yeah, where he's like, oh, I imported them from Chalced. I'm like, oh, they suck then. <laughs> like, You're slaver cats. No way. No, thank you. <laughs> You're colony cats. We don't need them. Yeah, the... Because they just sound like... I'm like, okay, so this is like this is like the... All I'm picturing, by the way, is the guy from Tiger King. That's who that is. That he's just sitting at the table with Lord Golden in his in his like camo vest and hat and shit. Uh, yeah, those suck. I like the little ones. The little ones that can like like. Per- I think I'm a bird person. I think if I was gonna be witted, it would be like a cool fucking bird. You know, I saw Lady Hawk too many times. Be whatever animal I didn't have to actually like <laughs> And then of course Sybil has the like, like super shark. rare cat that just tops <laughs> out of trees. It's like Bagheera. Yeah, I like and... the people that are that are witted to like the otters and just like live next to the stream but don't actually cat. touch the otters. 
Well, what also is getting me is like we know that we know that um, that all this storyline with the with the Narcheska is coming, and that she's actually really cool. And you want to be on like Laurel's side. Oh, I also want to talk about Laurel, but. You know, you want to be on Laurel's side and be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's not right that Sybil is being, like, pushed into these political alliances. With the 11-year-old? With a, Well, she's not 11. Isn't she, like, 13? Well, I well, guess they said she was 11 in this chapter. Yeah. Maybe they're wrong. I mean, it's far too young to be affianced, for sure. But, you know, what the pale woman wants, the pale woman gets. <laughs> What do we think about Laurel? Do you think that she actually works for Katrickin, or do you think she's been working for Shade the whole time? I remember nothing. Well, she seems too well informed. <laughs> to be honest. Yes. Yes. I mean, I more well informed than Fitz. Anyone's below a thumbnail. Night Eyes is below a thumbnail. Well, right. But she's also Fitz Vigilant's mother, right? So, like, at what point? What, what oh, see, I, I forgot totally about forgot about that. that. See? I just <laughs> made a face reading the <laughs> wiki. At that same moment. <laughs> oh, what is that age gap? Terrible. Well, that's why I'm like, so she's introduced as the Queen's Huntswoman, right? But You're making she... the same face I made? <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Uh, Me too. See, shit. I remember nothing. Spoiler, I'm spoiling my own podcast. Fuck. <laughs> we... No. Guys, you guys remember Fitz Vigilant, like piece of shit teacher, fucked his sister. We're oh good. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember I remember Lance. <laughs> oh, what was his sister's oh. name? I forget. Shun. Yeah. Shine. Shun yeah. Oh, god. Yeah, it was Shun, but also Shine. Oh, oh for sh- fuck's that sake. whole thing was the worst. No, tortured remembering why <laughs> this is why i don't remember it i now i remember why i sh- why i don't remember it i'm gonna go lay it why you blocked it from your mind i have to re-erase this so no so so <laughs> my late. question is do we the think that she was no. <laughs> do we ever think that she was ketrickens huntswoman at all i mean she or was that well, just a fucking cover because she's like, oh, she I've been with her for seven years. I've been... Yeah, but was she placed there? Like, how long is what, she... What, like, been... Shade met her wherever they were and was like, you, you'll do. And mm-hmm. then, like, brought her into the fold. Yep. Will no one be gay <laughs> in these entire books? No. There is one no. gay. Okay, there's one. But it would have been nice. No, because... <laughs> If people sure, were happily gay, then it would couple. make the fits in the fool thing just, you know, stupider. <laughs> Unspecial if there's more than one gay. No, it'd just be like, it would just be like, yeah, you guys could just be gay. And you could, 
Yeah, stuff. if it was commonplace, if it was it acceptable like, and commonplace and like an option. <laughs> Otherwise, no, it has to be this like. I'm not jealous that Laurel's in his bed. I'm going to sleep alone and not think about the fool in someone else's bed. And then I'm going to get up and I'm going to check and I'm going to make sure she didn't sleep in his bed. And then I'm going to get in the bed and then I'm going to sleep there. I know. I I know how that works. (laughs) I just like when, when the fool asks her to go to dinner and then he's like, He's like, oh, there's no accounting for taste, meaning that, like, she left him behind to go to dinner with Lord Golden. But I'm like, you just want to be going to dinner with Lord Golden. (laughs) Well, this is just, it just goes back to, like, how he doesn't trust Shade. And then if Shade sent Laurel, this whole, like, I trust you to do the right thing is bullshit. (laughs) Right? Which means Fitz is right not to trust him. So Shade is still being, uh, you know, two-faced. Shade. He's, just, he's still being Shade. He's shady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's really all I had to say. It's just like, beware gay panic. And remember, Laurel is Fitz, <laughs> Fitz Vigilance mommy. I like that the spoiler section is now you just spoil the rereaders because you don't remember anything. I, you read these books. I don't know what to tell you. I'm it's just been a... six years. <laughs> it's been me. literally like ten years. All the years stuff with Lant and Shun is like. That, see, that stuff I remember because that was more recent. Because I was so upset. I was like, why did we do this Game of Thrones shit? Why is this happening? And I blamed Game of Thrones for that. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> We don't need this. It's not. But yeah, I read this trilogy in in to, in like July of 2011 because it was right when uh, Death's Dragons came out. Mm-hmm. When you spoiled them, I guess. I'm so sorry. Does everyone know that? <laughs> Does everyone know that I spoiled? I've talked about it like six times on this about... podcast. <laughs> I'm sure I'll bring it up again. It is one of my shames. <laughs> I remember so that upset. I was reading this when I first started sewing because my very first sewing project was a pillow that is full colors it wasn't to put a cat on a horse yeah i made a black and white pillow and it was like oh this is a full pillow that's the very first thing i ever sewed this winter motley yeah okay we're done we're done we're (laughs) fucking done down (laughs) pulling the plug cool Thanks for chatting. It was fun. Thanks for chatting back. Now I expire. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling us on the books we've already read. You're yeah, welcome. We're I can't wait. I can't wait to re re talk about the horrors. With <laughs> yeah, I can, I'm so glad that I remembered all those things that I buried deep, deep down inside. <laughs> I read this when I was unemployed, so everything was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I read this right. I read the last book right after, like as my, like my apartment burned down, and then I got the book. So yeah, Aww. it was helpful. I was in a fitzy place. Okay, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye bye.